0: Hi everybody. It's Anthony Wilson again with the third in the series of mastering risk management. Just that I'd get back to you after a busy couple of weeks with a bit of a summary on the 2017 Chief Risk Officer Summit which uh, I had the very great pleasure of hosting uh, or chairing for the uh, 2 days of summit and uh, presenting a workshop myself on on day 3. So uh, a great Summit, uh, some excellent speakers, and I just thought I'd take the opportunity to share with you some of the um, speakers' uh, topics and and what they spoke about. Um, First up on day one was Matthew Brain, and Matthew is the Chief Risk Officer, Technology and Operations and Corporate Functions for National Australia Bank. So, Matthew spoke about um, the efforts that he and his team make in NAB. Um, He shared with us the circular model for ERM, which importantly and very symbolically had culture um, at the centre. Um, And that that was a really strong message, that despite all your efforts and all the controls that you can have in place, um, unless the culture's right, um, your risk management efforts may not be effective. Um, Matthew also told us to think about the role that data can play in um, organisations' risk efforts, and you'll find that that became a theme of the uh, seminar over the, over the days. Um, our first sponsored session was um, Anton Letard, who's the General Manager of Australia and New Zealand for RSA. Um, and Anton talked about the cultural elements of managing risk and, you know, no matter what you do, from a technology perspective, um, again, echoing uh, Matthew's earlier comments, culture is really, really important. Uh, we then moved on to Suzette Thurman, and uh, Suzette is the Chief Risk Officer from First State Super, and she talked about um, looking forward when managing risk, um, and uh, you know she gave the analogy of driving down the highway at hundred miles an hour, looking in the rear view mirror, which is a lot of what organisations do if they're looking completely at lag indicators or, you know, KRIs that are that are looking backwards. So challenges challenged us to think about looking forward, anticipate the uncertainty, um, and also gave us some uh, great insights into risk workshops that, dare I say it, can be interesting and fun, um, just in the style um, of how they were conducted uh, within First State Super. So um challenged us to, to make a workshop attractive for people coming along. Um Edith Fister, who's the chief risk officer at IAG, um, then challenged us to think about risk from the inside out and from the outside in. Um, so look at risk differently, um, and remind us that being a technical specialist um, is no longer enough. You really have to understand strategy formulation, implementation, and most importantly, dealing with uncertainty. So great, great talk from Edith. Um, Catherine Dubay. Is the Chief Risk Officer Australasia at AIG, uh, then spoke to us about the risk management maturity um, and the aspects that make that up from her perspective. And I, I guess many great elements of that, um, that speech, but the one that really stuck out for me was that she reminded us of the acid test, she called it for risk management, is risk involved in decision making? Um, that was her asset test, and I thought it was a really good, um, a good sanity check. Uh, Christine Twaquia, uh, the Chief Risk Officer from Suncorp Group, then uh, took to the microphone um, and told us that in um, risk, she's more comfortable about talking themes and stories um, rather than data. She found that if you talk about those um, themes and stories, you tend to get more engagement with the business and that was really important. So, um, good way of looking at it. She reminded us that, reminded us that scenario planning um, also needs to focus on the right things. In other words, it needs to highlight what needs to go right, um, not just be all about what goes wrong. You know, too many times I risk always about highlighting the wrong things that happen. So, you know, it's, a, it's a, it was a good reminder to think about what needs to go right. Um, and then we had Belinda Ferrant, um, head of risk at Orica, So she closed out the day day one for us, and she had some great views on um, the elements that make up the risk culture in an organisation, and gave us great um, guidance as how to get um, HR into the discussion early. Right, that, that helps amplify your efforts in talking about culture and and um, ramping up the uh, the risk culture in the organisation. So as you can hear, um, the first day was excellent. We had a great lineup of speakers and some really good messages. Day two then started uh, with Eamon Cunningham. So a lot of people in the risk business will f- will know Eamon. Eamon was the former CRO at Centre Group, uh, which most people will know was Westfield. Um, Eamon opined that too many senior executives think risk management's about stopping things happening, or that it's just about incident reports and safety. So Eamon took us on a journey on how risk management can show value in the organisation. And whilst it can be or can appear to be a daunting task, he said that hard work and determination were the key. Um, and he emphasised that risk management is a is a lot of art and a little bit of science. So good to hear from Eamon. Um, our next sponsored session was from Chad Alpert of Ready Now. And he spoke about the primary purpose of uh, management and boards being to increase shareholder value and challenged us to think about what the ROI is for our shareholders when we invest in risk management. Um, And he challenged that, uh, you know, you really need clarity about what it is you're trying to achieve um, because technology alone um, is not a solution. So after Chad, we had a great session with Andrew Wern of Coca-Cola Amatil. Andrew's the CRO there. And he took us through what he'd done with his team in using data uh, to make the risk and audit functions even more effective and efficient. So um, big data, you hear it called, all those sort of things. Um, the key to getting it right, Andrew said, was to make sure you understood um, where the data resided in the organisation and what exactly it was measuring. Um, you know, he, he said that, you know, the business does manage risk, but you've got to understand what they're measuring um, and where that comes from. So the key to getting this right, he said, was to make sure you had an IT systems map as a start, to understand where all the data resides uh, in the organisation. Following Andrew, we had Clinton Lulback, and Clinton is from Tabcor. He's the the Chief Risk Officer there. And he gave us an insight into the breadth and complexity of the um, Tabcor operations. Um, For example uh, you know they have more outlets than the big four banks combined in the states that they operate in so it's quite a quite a big business they also have a requirement to fund a large part of the racing industry something like just over three quarters of a billion dollars per annum goes into the racing industry so um quite an interesting business and um uh, shared that one of the biggest challenges at the moment is the fact that everything in that business is is becoming digital so digitization um was a a big risk on on Clinton's agenda. Um, The uh, last sponsored session was uh, held by Bo Murfit, and Bo is the Director um, Asia-Pacific of uh, CAMS, and uh, Bo talked about um, this 20-year-old Australian organisation and, and how it's worked with organisations to integrate strategy and risk. Now, their particular focus is on enterprise performance management and business intelligence. So um, great to hear an Australian company um, doing really well in that space. So following Bo, we had Nisha Graham, um, who's the CRO of the University of Sydney. Uh, Nisha took us through a range of scenarios that might face a risk professional over their career, Um, everything from investment banking right through to a small not-for-profit and all of the risks that it deals with. So Nisha's career has featured these things. So she was able to provide great insight into the similarities and the differences for risk management across the five scenarios that she said she shared. Um, we then had uh, Rob Morich, and Rob is the Chief, risk, uh, Chief Audit and Risk Officer for CBH Group. Um, and um, first up, Rob gave us an overview of just how broad the CBH Group is. Um, Exporting, storage and handling, marketing, trading, shipping and processing of wheat, canola and other grains. They're Australia's largest exporter um, of these grains. Um, He spoke about the organisation's three main types of risk. Asset-based risk, market-based risk and investment risk. He then took us through some of the ways that CBH models the various risk events to determine the possible losses and ensure risk were managed within board approved limits, so a fascinating session from Rob. Um, Nigel Kahn, who's the uh, Associate Principal Risk and Security for ARUP, um, he gave us a great talk um, on risk management and its role in climate change. He talked about the risk of doing nothing, the risk of overreaction, and the uncertainty of consumer responses as climate change uh, impacts all our lives. Um, one particular challenge he highlighted was dealing with the very small numbers that represent the likelihood of a particular event occurring. So, you know, how do you how do you calculate the response to that? So Nigel gave a fascinating talk with some great examples um, of the challenges um, that we're all going to face come, going forward. Um, the last talk of day two uh, was by Peter Duffy and Peter is the head of risk at uh, the CSIRO. Um, he spoke about Risk challenges at CSIRO, and particularly in relation to um, some changes uh, that were made as a result of the Turnbull government um, government's decision to cut funding, um, and the decision internally to move the the climate change office from a climate measurer to a climate adapter. Um, Clearly, I think most people will remember that um, uh, real storm that, uh, pardon the pun, uh, that generated as a result of that decision in in CSIRO so he, he his learnings uh, about having identified the risk but undercooked the consequence is a is a sage lesson for us all so a great great discussion from Peter about that uh, that very real example So that was the end of day two of the conference, and a great day and some great speakers, as I'm sure you'd agree. Um, The third day of the conference was, or the summit rather, was uh, workshops. So the first workshop uh, in the morning was run by Eamon Cunningham, and it was on introducing strategic risk into the equation. Um, This gave the workshop participants valuable tips and tools to advance the discussion on strategic risk in their own organisations. So Eamon's As we all know, he's got many years of experience, um, and he was able to give real-life examples of the challenges but also some solutions to the CRO getting uh, a seat at the table when it comes to setting the strategic direction of the organisation. So a fascinating um, session from Eamon. Um, In the second half of the day, uh, we had a workshop on conduct risk, which uh, I had the great pleasure of running. So uh, in this workshop, I covered... uh, what conduct risk is, what are the causes and costs of conduct risk events, how does risk the risk management process apply to conduct risks, and what is the role of risk culture in avoiding conduct risks. So uh, whilst conduct risk is a term um, used by the financial services industry largely, um, the conduct risks are made up of things that We'd all be uh, familiar with no matter what our business. So, I guess with the broad range of participants um, in this workshop, I think we all agreed that um, conduct risk applies to all our businesses regardless of what it's called. So, um, hopefully, a very useful workshop for the participants as well. So, that was the 2017 Chief Risk Officers Summit, um, a, a great event and um, I'm sure it'll be on again uh, next year so maybe keep an eye out for it if you missed it. Um, last week I actually uh, also attended uh, another conference which was the Compliance, Culture and Conduct Risk uh, for Financial Services Conference um, which was held for three days um, last week and that too was a great event I focused obviously on financial services and covered off the, a lot of the risks and challenges that uh, those organisations are, f- are facing at the moment. Um, I also had the great pleasure of running uh, the one-day workshop on conduct risk, which is on day three of the um, of the conference. And again. Um, good uh, discussion, good debate and um, hopefully some good learnings from um, from the whole conference uh, over those three days. So that's what I've been up to uh, for the last couple of weeks. Um, hopefully uh, you enjoy the summary and um, I'll uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. Don't forget, if you need to contact me, um, my mobile is 0404 829 040 or you can contact me via my website, www proximityriskassurance.com.au. Thanks again for listening.